0: God be Good morning. I'm Frank Oseo Wusu. I bring you greetings from God. And I thank God f- for this opportunity. Thank God that He has given me this platform through His servant, Alana and His team. Adonaihu, I, I thank you very much. I say God bless you, and I deem it an opportunity and a privilege granted me to also share my thoughts or what God has deposited in me. And I thank you again for believing in my ministry. I say God richly bless you, and expand your territory. May God cause this ministry to break through and continue to do the impossible and touch so many lives. This morning, I want us to pray. Father, I thank you, Holy Spirit, I ask that you have your way. Let your will prevail in Jesus' name. Amen. This morning I'm sharing on a topic. Thou shalt not fall. Thou shalt not fall. And I want us to consider these three scriptures. First of all, I want us to read Matthew chapter, sorry, Psalm 119 verse 105. Psalm 119 verse 105. Let's read it together. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Let's read Matthew chapter 25 verse 1 to 4. And let's, let's add the verse 9 to 8. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins which took their alarms and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their alarms and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But the wise answered, saying, "Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves." So that's the verse nine. I'm taking the verse nine again. But the wise answered, saying, "Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye therefore, go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves." The last scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 1 to 13. Bible says, moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware, and that all our fathers were under the cloud, all passed through the sea, all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, all ate the same spiritual food and all drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that flowed. Followed them, and that rock was Christ." But with most of them, God was not well pleased, for their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. Now these things became our examples, to the intent that we should not last after the, after evil things, as they also lasted. And do not become idolaters, as were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Now let us commit sexual immorality, as some of them did. And in one day, 23,000 fell. Nor let us attempt Christ, as some of them also tempted and were destroyed by serpents. Nor complain, as some of them complained and were destroyed by the destroyer. Let me jump, okay, to verse 12. Therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. No temptation, no temptation, verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. A God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape, that you may be able to bear it. One thing I want you to consider and know, that Christianity is a journey. Christianity is a journey. It is a war with God. And as David said, I wear this a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So that verse alone should tell you that this journey is by foot. Is by fault and anybody pursuing this journey need what we call the lamp and also need what we call light so the word of God is a lamp onto my feet and a light onto my path and one thing you have to acknowledge that this journey is not an easy journey anyone pursuing this journey is capable of falling nobody is left out it is very 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 possible that's why Apostle Paul said in the verse 12 that Anyone who thinks he stands should take heed lest he fall. It is very possible for you to fall. So you need this lamp and you need this light to pursue a successful journey we are talking about. Since so this journey is a walk with God, there will be a time you feel tired, there will be a time you want to go back, there will be a time you feel relaxed, there will be a time you don't want to go anymore because the journey is far. But if you hold on to this lamp and this light, you will never wander and you will never ever miss the mark you eventually reach your destination let's take the Israelites into an account or for example the Israelites they got to them from Egypt and took them to their promised land not all of them were able was able not all of them got to the promised land some of them made the mark and they fell as Paul said thousands of them fell they couldn't reach their destination so one thing you have to know is that not anyone pursuing this war will get to the destination some people will fall along the line and this falling is not for some specific people or selected group of people anyone is capable of falling anyone is capable of falling so what is falling i define falling in my own words that falling is simply not able to stand temptation fallen is simply not able to stand temptation anyone who is overcome by a temptation is a christian then you have fallen if a temptation befalls you and not you are not able to stand and that means you are falling you can't talk about falling without talking about temptation falling meets sorry moves with temptation anytime somebody falls there should be a temptation that caused him to fall we come forward without temptation. So, some t- temptation in my own words is being hit on your weak point by Satan. Being hit on your weak point by Satan. A lot of the times we think that, oh, some characters in the Bible that the Bible talks about that they were able to stand temptation, think that they weren't having weakness on that point or on that side of their lives. For instance, Joseph. Joseph fled from Potiphar's wife, fled from adultery, or he fled from fornication. It doesn't mean that Joseph didn't like women, or Potiphar's wife was not <clears throat> beautiful, or Joseph had, didn't have weakness for women. He had weakness for women. devil will not tempt you on your strong side. He will always present something you are interested in. Jesus fasted in Luke chapter 4 and he was hungry about breaking his fast. Let me say that. So he was hungry and the devil presented a stone to him to turn the stone into bread. He was hungry so he could have turned the stone to bread and ate it. So the devil always presents something you, are, you like or you are interested in to you. So how will we be able to overcome the temptations of the devil? Overcome temptations of the devil i said it earlier that this lamp and this light on this journey is very important i'll talk about it you see the bible says that the first corinthians we read the devastating that no temptation is above us anyone who is tempted god has given you the strength not to succumb to this temptation he's given you the strength to overcome so any temptation that befalls you as a christian you don't have an excuse to say this temptation was stronger than me Therefore, I succumb to the temptation. You always have a way out. And that is the strength of God. But the strength of God is not for everybody. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 11, verse 23, B, Daniel chapter 11, sorry, verse 32, B, the Bible says that they that know their God shall be strong and do exploit. So those who can walk or those who have the strength is those who know their God. And I want to tell you that it is very important to know God than God knowing you. It is more important to know God than God knowing you. Because for God knowing you, is automatic. God is omniscient. He is all-knowing. There is nothing that qualifies God to know you. He knows everything. Even the animals on the earth. Everything on the earth, God knows, including our thoughts, automatically. But you and I are not omniscient. There is something we have to do to know God. And we don't know this God unless we have the Holy Spirit. So it boils down to the lamp and that light I'm coming to talk about. So you have to know God. It is composed you for you to know God. You see from the scripture we read Psalm 119 verse 105 David said I wear this lamp onto my feet and the light onto my path. Not a lamp onto my feet and a lamp onto my path. No. Lamp and light. You see there is when we talk about a lamp not every lamp is capable of producing light or giving light. Before a lamp can give light is either the lamp is fueled or the lamp is charged if a lamp is not fueled nor charged it can never give light so before this lamp you have that's the word of god is a lamp onto your feet so it is a lamp first before it becomes a light so before it will become a light there is a process there is a, an oil that you would put in the lamp for it to be for it to give light so a lamp and a light between them is something without that connection there is no light let's consider also what the bible says in matthew chapter 25 verse 1 to 4 and the verse 9 said the kingdom of god i want you to take note of what i'm saying here is very important then shall the kingdom of god or heaven be likened unto ten virgins which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom first of all let's take these key words the verse 1 from the verse 1 kingdom to virgins three lamps kingdom or the kingdom of heaven is where God is dwelling so who is the king is God and God is love so the foundation of the kingdom of God is love he is the foundation so the foundation is love Christianity is also a journey with God the foundation of Christianity is God and who is this God what is love so Christianity foundation is love so the kingdom here equals Christianity God was Jesus Christ was talking about Christianity the virgins are those who are born again those who are saved virgins means those who are saved from this contest or this scripture those who are saved and these lambs is the word of God is the word of God when you look at it critically the Bible says that they took their lamb. that means that the lambs was the lambs were at their disposal Their lamb, they possessed the lambs they didn't go to borrow. they took their lambs so the word of God anyone who is saved has the word of god at their disposal people preach it elsewhere you go to church they are preaching remember what paul said all these israelites were exposed to the same spiritual food they were exposed to the same spiritual drink but some were able to make it to their destination others, others fell along the line so the fact that we are all exposed to the word or the same word doesn't mean that we will all land well no or we will not we will all land the same the ten virgins were all exposed to the lamp to the word of God let's take the verse 2 five of them were wise and five were foolish wise and foolish why were they wise the verse 3 says they that were wise or foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them the verse 4 says but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps so I'm tempting to believe people usually we used to say that they didn't take a struggle by the Bible is saying they didn't take oil so they took no oil. You remember, we established earlier a lamp without oil or a lamp that is not charged cannot produce light. And you, you know, those days they didn't have anything we call electricity, they were using fuel hmm, to let their lamp. So, these people took their lamps without oil, which is their fuel. But the wives took their lamps and took oil. What does this oil represent this oil i'm talking about represents the holy spirit in this context the oil represents the holy spirit so in other words the five foolish took their lambs without the holy spirit hmm. so they have the word but they don't have any relationship with the holy spirit but the other wise the the other five who were wise they have the word they are exposed to the word but they have relationship with the oil, which is the Holy Spirit. So, they took the oil. The oil was there. The Bible didn't say they went to, but they took it. That means that they, 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 it was at their disposal. You don't take something you don't have. Before you take something, then that means that you have it. So, take the chair and give it to me. That means the chair is there. You are taking it to give me. So, the the people took the oil because they had it at their disposal. Alright. So, when they took the oil and they pursue the journey and they got there i i believe that they didn't let their lamp was going because the journey they were pursuing they were going for a wedding and i strongly believe it was a daytime because when you study their jews their quarter sometimes they have their weddings at night sometimes to the day they have their weddings at day the daytime so if these people were pursuing their journey during the day they wouldn't let their lamp lamps or lanterns so I'm believing that the alarms were off. So when they got there and the bridegroom tarried they slept. So I'm also believing that they will not sleep with the alarms on. So it was after they woke up they heard a sounding bell or they heard a siren that the bridegroom has landed. That was when they put on their lamps. And the foolish people asked their wives, can you borrow us oil? Because we didn't take any oil (laughs) and the wife said no ours we took enough for only us we didn't take enough to be shared or to share with somebody so we can't give you oil go and buy there is something important i want you to learn from here the people were wise to the extent that they began to lie they lied to the wife that they took oil but their oil got finished from the verse we read, the Bible said they didn't take any oil. (laughs) They didn't take any oil. And scripture also said that when they went outside to buy, the bridegroom came and these people missed the mark. Why is it that it was at their disposal initially, but when they they, they decided not to take it or they refused to take it, later on they had to go and buy is in relation with something the scripture said that now salvation or the grace is available and after the bridegroom comes you are going to fight or buy your salvation with your own blood so the oil was available to them the lamp was available to them initially they took the lamp raised the word of god without oil and at the end of the day they had to go and buy the oil which was initially available that they could have taken freely. So, salvation is expensive. God has given you salvation. It is free. If you don't hold it on well, later on, you will buy the salvation. And there's one thing, another thing you want to know from the scripture. That these wise people, they fixed or they put their oil in their lantern or their lamp. So, that, that statement, putting the oil in their lamp, initially established that the oil represents the Holy Spirit. So the wives had relationship with the Holy Spirit. Putting the oil in their lamps, meaning that they were obeying the instructions given to them by the Holy Spirit. So having a relationship with the Holy Spirit means that they were attentive to the Holy Spirit. They were walking with the Holy Spirit. and filling the lamps with their oil, adding the Holy Spirit to the word, means that they were obeying the instructions of the Holy Spirit. So that caused them to be holy. When you obey the instructions of the spirit you become holy because he is holy he will not give you wrong instructions he will give you holy instructions automatically you will be holy so there are a lot of us the reason why we are fallen is that we have the word we are all exposed to the same Word, but after we encounter darkness on our path our lamps are not able to let or are not able to produce light because We are not acknowledging the Holy Spirit. We have left the Holy Spirit aside. He is the one who will strengthen you. Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If you don't have strength, you fail on this journey. You cannot get to your destination. No matter the church you go, no matter the words you hear always, you have a part to play. If you don't fill the lamp with the oil, that is your part. If you don't obey the Spirit of God, continually living a holy life, your lamp can never produce light, and you can never and ever go the right way you are supposed to go. Let's read this last scripture, so that I'll end my message here. The Bible says, in Think Proverbs chapter four, verse eleven to thirty, said, "I have taught you in the way of wisdom." have led you in there in right paths when you walk your steps will not be hindered and when you run you will not stumble take firm hold of instructions Instruction, do not let go keep her for his she is your life so instructions is your life and i'll end here with my message time will not permit me to delve deep but i'm telling you that even if you are falling there is a way out that is not the end don't stay there because God has promised us in Proverbs chapter 24 verse 15 to 16. The Bible says, Lay not wait, O wicked man, again the dwelling of the righteous. Not spoil his resting place, for a just man falleth seven times and rises up again. But the wicked shall fall into mischief. It is possible to come back. It is possible to rise. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We bless your name for your word. I pray and I commit ourselves into your hands. Help us know you and know you better and help us to live by your word. I pray. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and business, say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for my life. You died for me, you rose for me. Come into my life and make me a living testimony. To those who know me. Thank you, Lord, for an answered prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, let these ones who have accepted you know you and know you better. In the name of Jesus, I have prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Bye-bye.